0: Another edition, paranormal corner, and I'm your host Nikki Ray, and um, I have quite exciting guest up for this month, and so um, I have not only one but two special guests tonight with us. Um, I have Deb and RJ Deros. Hopefully, I said their names correctly. Um, I have not only one but two special guests tonight with us. Um, I have Deb. Hold on, hold on. RJ. <laughs> Let me, let me let me mute my other video. Okay, sorry, yes. Just make sure you all can hear me, right? And uh, so anyway, so I, I'm sure some of you have seen UFOs or had paranormal experiences, and that's what we're gonna talk about. Um, in the lines, in those lines. and uh, so I've had quite a few experiences myself with the UFO sightings, um. So living out here in Southern California, um, I've done some research. We've had the most sightings between Southern California and Florida are the most sightings for the UFOs or USOs um, for that matter. So one of my most profound uh, UFO experiences was a few years ago, Um, let me see if I can see chat. Alright. Are you guys? So anyway, so what happened was, um, we were at a former house, and it's two-story house, so I'm on the upper floor, and we had tall windows in the bedroom. And so, for some reason, somebody told me to look out the windows, and so there it was, right close. Okay, here's the window, and here's the UFO right here. Right close by the window. <laughs> I mean, talk about closing Hannah. That really startled me. You know, um, sorry, yes, I was <laughs> But, um, yeah, to see a UFO that close, and you know, you're not dreaming because you're awake. So, I don't know how else to explain it. It was the most, I was more in awe than fear because it was so breathtaking and beautiful form. is like a, a sphere of a clear crystal. I mean, you can practically see through it. It's transparent. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> it was practically transparent like you was see a ghost right but um it was so close it's no wonder it didn't abduct me I mean I was surprised I don't remember having missing time or anything like that but it was really close to our house to our upper floor uh, window you know but I just don't remember seeing anything inside it just the, the craft itself but um yeah, I kept that had um, kind it of to myself for many years. And so I wrote my, um I think I wrote my first book, Dark Pathway, which is out on Amazon. So you guys can see for yourself, if you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. It's why I'm here today. <laughs> so my first ever, um, not only UFO experiences, but paranormal experiences, um, I have plenty of those sightings myself, um, so anyway, I also have one more UFO short story to share with you guys. Um, that going back to this house, we've been here for a few years, I would say five, six years, and I would say about three or four years ago, to be exact, no, yeah, somewhere around there. I shouldn't have been writing these down since the idea to write your counter down. But, um, so what happened was I was outside and something told me to film the moon. (laughs) And, um, for some reason, all of a sudden I saw a craft shot straight up to the moon real fast. Now, you know, it can't be a drone or a satellite, it can't go super fast you know, like that, and I actually caught it on film. And I have a lot of those um, evidence on my YouTube channel. If you guys want to catch that in my videos, it probably buried in my videos somewhere, but... And I've captured weird sounds in our own backyard. I've had angel encounters as well that I try to capture, but they're hard to film because they're on a different higher frequency than we are. I believe. Okay, so I'm going to bring up my two amazing guests tonight. Um, Deb and RJ DeRose. They have a great um, podcast. And uh, so let's bring them up. And they're also fellow authors. And uh, and speaking of authors, they also have a book as well. Um, Let me see if I remember right. It's the uh, World Beyond Death that thing done together and hopefully you know, share a little bit about that. So let's bring them up. Alright, here we are. Hi everybody. Hey guys. Hey Nikki. Hey. Nikki. Hey oh, any time, I hope I hope I wasn't going too fast whenever I get excited. <laughs> no. Especially no. when I get excited about sharing no. I opened my readings they like, slow down. I, I know I just tend to go past.
1: <laughs> well, that's a lot to be excited about. Trust yeah. me, what you just said. Uh, that's, a, yeah. that's a lot of encounters.
0: I'm so weird. I'm, you know, I think I would be afraid to share but know i like the opposite. Right. Yeah,
2: I even got goosebumps when you were talking about seeing it right there out your window. That is incredible. Incredible.
0: Man, I wish I could have captured it on film. But I was like, I was like, demonstrate I was frozen. Yeah. like
2: Yeah, they do that to
0: you. I don't know what tonic. How big do you nice. think it was? It was huge. Almost bigger than that our house oh, wow. about. And we had a two-story yeah. house. So, yeah. a friend of mine, he's also an experiencer. He's been on my previous podcast. I don't know if you heard of him. Barry Littleton. He's a UFO, E T experiencer.
2: Okay, yeah, the name's ringing a bell.
0: So he, he says it should have been a mothership, I've seen. So it was surprising well,
2: me. <laughs> yeah, when you were talking about um, you were in awe, you weren't afraid, you were in awe. That I totally get that because that's exactly how I felt with what I had oh, yeah. big, big like experience really... in 2016. And all I could feel was like love, awe.
0: Yeah, you would think you'd be all afraid and everything, but actually, it's yeah. quite the opposite. Yeah. Really? It was... <laughs> you find that sometimes? Yeah. Whatever, I mean, you have are or paranormal, and like, you know, oh, you know, don't even let me experience yeah. that. <laughs> you know, we're,
2: we're really, truly nerds when we feel that way, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it.
0: So, speak to what? Do you mind sharing with everybody about yourself and we we'll go from there?
2: No, not at all. Do you want to start? What's that? About ourselves? Okay. Um, okay. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: <laughs> okay. So.
0: I oh, know you share me a bio, I like to have you. Yeah. We so are. Everybody, you share yeah, about yourself I'm ever.
2: a lifelong medium. We have both been involved awesome. in paranormal for most of our lives. So at least 40, 45 years, we've been doing paranormal work and then you know always had somewhat of an interest rj more than me um in the ufo expe- or phenomenon um because he had an experience when he was quite young 19 yeah yeah
1: well when i oh, was wow.
2: even younger than that as a child but um uh, i had a, I
0: feel a pretty sure, sure, that feeling yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah so um you know i i had a big experience in 2016 before that i was kind of a believer but my whole thing was paranormal and the mediumship and spirituality um things like that we have a a metaphysical store right so you know ufos were kind of okay but after my big experience i realized i had had many experiences throughout my life and uh now we are totally obsessed and doing a lot of work with experiencers, and um, well, she doesn't know this, but I, I told him to give
1: her an experience that she couldn't forget, so oh, so, a lot. so we could talk about it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> sure. But I mean,
1: no, I mean, so you know, we'd be on the same page. So thanks.
2: It's all your all right. <laughs> so yeah, we've been doing this for many, many years. Um, we have two shows. As a matter of fact, we do Mystical Awakenings Radio. that show's been on the air on and off for about 12 years, I believe. Um, And we have a a YouTube channel. It's Mystical Awakenings Vodcast with a V. Um, And then we do the Voices of Contact. And that is with uh, Mary Bassett, Reverend Michael J. Carter, us, and... Bill Konkleski, he's the director of MUFON and Michael is um, from Ancient Aliens and he's an author and all kinds of other things. Right. So so that's how true show. I'm hooked on that. Show. <laughs> I'm hooked on it. I really you know it it's very unique and it's so interesting because we get to listen to yeah, parts is. of regressions, people being regressed to remember their experiences.
1: And these people gave permission to play the recording back. So we kind of, we comment on it.
2: Yeah. And Mary Bassett is, as you know, Nikki, she's a regressionist Mm -hmm. with MUFON in Michigan. So this is the work that she does is, you know, she works with experiencers. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's bringing experiencers out. It's giving them permission to talk about, their experiences you know without feeling crazy
0: yeah that's great that you guys both work with each other i mean yeah it's always do you find that it's a lot better to work with someone that's in their same um
1: oh absolutely. Level and
0: you know you know I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well we're, you know we're twin so couple so we're definitely very alike, and uh, can be very different at times too. Yeah. But uh, we have a, we our first book we wrote was called uh, uh, "Defeating the Archons: A Twin Soul Mission," and you can get that in uh, Amazon too. Okay, but, uh,
0: yeah, we'll check that out. Uh, um,
1: but yeah, so we knew right away that we had met up again, and our mission had to continue. And uh, boy, did it take off! I mean, yeah. we've done in the last six, seven years. We've
2: definitely uh, have. Uh, non-stop. Right. Well, the moment we met, we, I mean, it was instant, you know, I was 58. So it's not like, you know, we were young people who just looking for a relationship. Neither of us were.
0: Right. (laughs) When you're (laughs) not looking right.
2: (laughs) Right. Right. So, um, you know, within the first year, we had, we wrote a book, we did um, all kinds of events together, public speaking together radio together um, it was like it he, rj walked into my life and fell it was right meant in. to be
0: yeah it
2: was meant to be yeah everything fell right into place and we work together 24 7 we run the store together we do healing that's together great. we research together yeah yep. we're pretty blessed
0: yeah that's very i know my late husband he was he doesn't really believe, but he supported me. Right. And I think he still does.
2: Right. Of course he does. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> of course he does.
0: He's let me know he's here from time to time, and it still kind of startled me, but I'm still kind of used to it as well. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure, I mean, I have no doubt. I was feeling it really strong in my gut. He's so proud of you.
0: Oh, thanks. So I proud tried.
2: of you for being so vocal. Yeah. You do a great job, Nikki.
0: Oh, I thank you. I love what you
2: do. And I love your determination.
0: Thanks. That's what it takes. I want sure share it with the right path. I know I don't have the greatest voice for radio, you know, <laughs> but I still shy.
2: Well, I love you, and I think you do. You're doing great.
0: Oh, thank you. But I was,
2: you know, I was worried after the other network kind of went down that you weren't going to continue with your work.
0: Right, I, said I saw you did, it's like, woohoo! <laughs> I said, oh, yes, I'm not saying no anymore because one time I had an opportunity to be in a movie and I was so shy bad thing. I kicked myself in the back now that I was, I said no. Oh, I could have been an actress by now, who knows? Uh, yeah, no Yeah. Way. So
2: you're where you belong.
0: I yes. so, yeah.
1: You know, we also put on the Michigan UFO Contact Convention here in uh, Lake, in our hometown, Michigan, and uh, this is our fifth fifth show. Yeah,
2: would have been sixth,
1: but COVID COVID hit. (laughs) And we put that on uh, the third weekend of September uh, at the Lakeside Resort uh, Conference Center, and uh, it's a really nice event. You can look it up online uh, if you want to go. There are tickets still left, but they are limited. and it's a very cool event because it's very intimate. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot about uh, people who have had experiences and uh, they can share it and they can feel free to share it at our, our conference. Uh, you know, going back, you know, myself, I, as a kid, I, I would always see these little beings running around my room in the shadows. And uh, as I got older, about nine or eight or nine o'clock, or eight or nine years old, I saw uh, a UFO land at the end of my street and I was outside and it was dark and we're supposed to be in when the street lights are on and they were on. So I don't know what I was doing out there. I hid behind a bush. I need to be regressed and find out what's going on. But you know, when I was 19, I went backpacking here in Michigan for the first time with a friend of mine. And uh, we had quite the encounter uh, of this uh, orange sphere that was, you know, bouncing up and down the trees and came out on the river we were camping on and uh, it got up and down two o'clock position. This took like maybe 20 minutes, I don't know. Uh, but when it got up here, we don't remember it leaving. We were kind of laying side by side, like what the heck happened? And nobody's mm. going to believe us. So that was that was really what got me hooked uh, for sure. That, And you know, there was a, a, a report that two months later, in the same area because it, there, there was an air force base there these bombers were flying over during the day we couldn't even hear ourselves they were so low but uh, apparently they came into the base and shut down their nuclear weapons and some planes chased them out to lake huron one of the great lakes and, and down down there and, it, and of course the, the ufo just took off uh because it was a lot faster oh, wow. yeah so i think i saw a precursor to that they were just kind of checking it out and uh, it might have been like a drone from a ship. I don't know. Hey. Um, but you know, I, ever since then, I, I've been you know, trying researching and trying to find out what's going on. And uh, it's uh, it's amazing what's what's happening now as far as uh, the government get involved and all these whistleblowers coming out. And um, so it's kind of cool. I mean, it's going to change our whole our whole life uh, once it gets out there. Uh, is it going fast enough for me? No. But uh, uh, it's, it's happening. Oh yeah, yeah, it's happening. So then when she had her oh, yeah. 2016, you know, we, we kind of got on the same page, and then we were sitting around the table in the winter time in January, and I said, "Well, I'm so glad that we have a you know downtime, and we can take a break." She goes, "No, we're going to put on a UFO conference." <laughs> I said, really? And uh, lo and behold, uh, they helped us. I'm sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Everything just fell in place. And uh, first we first called, I think it was Nick Redford uh, from Ancient Aliens and all the other shows. And he said, yeah, I, I would love to do it. And so these things start clicking and clicking. And uh, here we are.
2: Yeah. And it was crazy, Nikki, because it wasn't a thought. I was as surprised that that came out of my mouth as RJ was. I never, oh,
0: well.
2: you know, it was that time of year when you know you do a lot of paranormal events and uh, all that (laughs) we were were tired out and the last thing on my mind was doing a different kind of event so when that came out of my mouth I knew that wasn't from me but when I had my big experience I had an hour and nine minutes of missing time and one thing that I did know was they downloaded me with a lot of information (laughs) but I had no idea what I still have things that just come out of my mouth and I think, where the heck did that come from?
0: Kind of like USP. Yeah,
2: Yeah. So. I get a lot of that. Right, yeah. I was yeah. thinking
0: with, between airports and the lights they're attracted to you for some reason because so we're not far from a small airport mm-hmm. here and we're in the countryside and that's probably where we see most of them. Kind of yeah. makes me wonder if that's connected between you two.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a hot spot out there for sure.
0: Definitely. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I think California is number one in sightings. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: And I'm sure, you know, people that talk about it out there um, aren't too afraid that people are going to think they're crazy. Right?
0: Right. And I even used to see them where I used to work in the former town and uh, so there's been those sightings in that area as well so i knew i wasn't the only one that had a particular sighting at that time or they yeah yeah
1: i had a sighting like you did where that looks like a star that just takes off
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i think you were talking about that yeah i had one of those sightings and then the coolest sighting i mean that one i had when i was 19 was it was crazy but we were all doing a paranormal investigating uh, about an hour south of here with some friends of ours outside at night.
0: Huh?
1: And we were walking down to this river where we were checking out that used to be a lumber place. And, and I guess somebody had drowned in his father. Like he oh, had a wow. fight and drowned. His father tried to save him. He drowned too. So we we're, were kind of checking that out. But uh, I, I'm always looking at the sky. And it was a beautiful night. And I was looking at the stars. And I said, I know you're there. Just show me. I know. Please just show me. And this lit and now there was ten of us there. This little star opened up and lit us all up. And everybody saw it except for two people, they were doing something else. They had their heads down. I know they saw the light shining on the ground. And it just went right back to a star. And I said, Wow, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, if you're not
0: looking in the right direction, you'll miss it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we weren't looking up, we would have thought maybe a shooting star went by or maybe a helicopter, what, you know, some kind of a light that shined on us. But I I watched the whole thing right as it happened. And it was amazing.
2: And a lot of our other team saw it too. And it was cool because, um, you know, as a paranormal team back then, this was only what, five years ago or so, um, some of them weren't too into the the UFO thing, right? It was everything is about spirits, ghosts.
0: I'm more comfortable with those than aliens any day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think they're all connected. You know? yeah. um, they're all from other dimensions and, you know, it's all paranormal. Right. Oh yeah. Well, we
1: always say that even we've had the experience when we do uh, ghost investigation, I, uh, we sometimes, I think we're getting uh, extraterrestrials coming through instead of ghosts. And I know if you were to interview a lot of these teams around the United States or around the world, they would tell you the same thing, that they were probably getting some extraterrestrial communication coming through.
0: That was actually one of my questions. Um, I remember correctly. Um, Why do you think paranormal activity is maybe connected with UFOs or just something like that?
2: Yeah.
0: um, I was wondering about that.
2: It's so hard to say, I mean, there is a connection. Like I said, it's all in other dimensions, inner right. whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, as readers, Nikki, you know, because you're a reader as well, yeah. we get this information. How do we know that it's coming from spirit? How do we know it's not coming from well, other the, beings yeah. just giving us the information? Right, um, you know, I think that universal, universally, everything kind of works together. So I feel like, you know, it's um, a multiverse. It's a multiverse. Yeah, yeah. Um, it all helps each other. So the human spirit, yeah, goes on and usually comes back and lives other lifetimes and things like that. But that energy is always there. Um, you know, I get people that come in for readings, and I'm sure you too, do too, who their their loved one has been deceased for many, many, many years. Right. But they still come through. Now, how does that happen if that person has reincarnated? I think that, you know, a lot of times they get help from other beings, or we get information from other beings as well. As human spirit, um, you know, it's collective consciousness. Everything, everything is connected. So, it's a
1: possibility that you and myself and her, and everybody, we're, we, we exist in different realities all at once, multiverse. Uh, to experience, that, maybe, yeah. yeah, it's to experience all kinds of different things because there's so much to experience, you just can't do it in one lifetime.
2: I no wonder I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you have to have, you know, you have to have several of you out there and, and existing in different realities and different uh, situations. And uh, I think to learn different things. And once you learn something in, in one reality, you you leave and you go somewhere else. Uh, maybe possibly join yourself in another reality or, or whatever. So it's the possibilities are out there.
0: I was thinking, I um, was traveling i'm just starting to do that now yeah and it really left me really drained the next day <laughs> is this is yeah. a side effect i don't know like, i didn't really like it <laughs> Right. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah.
1: well it's that movie though it's that movie called uh, oh gosh doom you ever see that movie doom um best sci-fi movie ever made and they had the oh that's sci-fi yeah, you know, they have the thing called spice. When you take the spice, you can travel without moving. You can travel anywhere in the universe. So it's kind of like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, the the astral body, astral projection, and uh, you know, so when you meditate, that's what you do. You're you're yeah. you're, you're in other different places just by manifesting it
2: and then being I remote
0: you I I can also yeah. do that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's all kind of the same thing.
0: Yeah. Um, you Different know, people terms. seem to
2: be a little less afraid of remote viewing than astral traveling, but right. really, it's the same thing. You can't remote view if you don't astral travel, right. and it's you know you're using your consciousness, so it's really not as frightening, you know, not as dangerous as what some people think. They think, oh my god, if I let myself go out there, will I ever come back?
0: we always come back, when we have that silver cord, right? yeah yeah Yeah. while we're still alive
2: (laughs) right but you know i
1: believe as you evolve as we evolve as as spiritual beings that you know we get to a point where we actually don't need a body to exist we can exist anywhere uh just by thinking about it because we're so far advanced uh you know it takes time to get there and maybe part of us is
2: already there right well if you know if what you're talking about with multiverse, yep. if that is what our alternate reality is, is all about, we're already doing that. Yeah. light body. The I
0: light know body. I am. <laughs> when I did my regression with Mary, finally, um, I've been doing that in my dreams. Going mm-hmm. to universes and as traveling, who knows where.
2: Right? That's
0: probably why I'm always tired when I wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have to go back to sleep with
1: that. Yeah, you're not really sleeping. You're actually doing what
2: your dreams are. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're out doing
0: all kinds of things. I think a, there's another term for that it's called walker. I don't know if you're familiar with that.
1: What is
2: it?
0: I, I heard that it might be called Dreamwalker. Dreamwalkers, walkers? yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I feel well, like
2: there's it. different names, kind of depending yeah. on. <laughs> on your beliefs and, and all that but yeah that's uh, and
0: during one during my regression, if you don't mind me sharing real quick oh, um I, love it. I learned something else that i've been a presence of angels yeah i knew i was connected to the angels so nice. they're all light nice. beings it looks like light mm-hmm. beings yeah yeah but <laughs> yeah. large wings and some have no wings
2: right yeah. i was well, and you have to wonder, I mean, I have to wonder because of what we do um, what's the connection between angels and ET? They're all heavenly. Right. Basically, um, light bodies. And I mean,
0: they're not part of Earth. <laughs> right, not part of
2: Earth. So they're very highly, highly developed,
1: highly spiritual beings that definitely come from a different place. Mm-hmm. So they could be called ETs. Oh yeah, so, yeah. 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 I tend to work so, with
0: Archangel and Michael. Yep. Yeah. Ah, Excuse nice. me a minute while I yell at my dog for a moment. <laughs> 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 Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. She we don't know have if she to out when trying to talk to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we don't have dog but... with us, but uh, we, we have a house full of dogs.
0: So he's really pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah he actually might my son's little dogs staying with us He's, you see dogs we boo.
2: they don't like to be ignored any more than kids no do. <laughs> and you're ignoring right now you're paying attention to us
1: <laughs> well as we speak we hear a dog barking out the back here so yeah, yeah.
0: so, so i don't know if too. they're listening to us too' <laughs> But in your experience, have you ever come across like um, black ideas or anything like that? You like to share?
1: No, we're familiar with it, but we have not had an experience with it. I haven't. Have you?
2: No, I really haven't. Um, I've been intrigued by that. Yeah. Most of my life, and there, you know, there's a lot of talk that there is a connection that they are, you know, off planet beings. Um, it, it used to scare the heck out of me. I'm not gonna lie, because you know, you'd know you hear the stories that they'd knock on your door and wanna come in, and if you let them in, you know what? you're doomed. You know what?
0: I've had that experience, but I never see them. We have heard our door being knocked, and when they open, there's one the openers, no one there. Ugh. So it makes me wonder if they is that with them, or is just playing their choice on us? <laughs>
2: well, I guess you never know. Um, One time, this was about 20 years ago, I was sitting in my office in my house, working on the computer, Mm -hmm. and I hear banging on my back door. Well, my office was, there was, I come out of the office, and there's a little hallway that my back door is right there. And someone was banging really hard yelling, Mom, Mom, let me in, let me in. And it was my daughter's voice. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I I went running to the door, and there was nobody around. And I lived up on a hill. It was, you know, a pretty quiet area. I had trees and stuff mm-hmm. around me. She was nowhere around. So I hurried up and I called her. I'm like, what's the matter? What's going on? She said, what are you talking about? I'm home. I'm giving the baby a bath.
0: You know, it comes, so it, mind, you know it comes to mind. It wasn't her. You know, it comes to mind. Could have been a doctor here.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe that's why I think yeah. it's Fats, I don't know what it was. I think Fats Donimo wrote that song, I Hear You Knocking, But You Can't Come In.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, whoever it was, I did not get permission to come in, but that was...
0: Yeah, I never let him in.
2: Yeah, it's frightening. So do you, when you hear the knocking, do you open the door?
0: I do, which I know I shouldn't, but I do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you don't say, like, come on in or
0: no i don't invite i don't invite them in
2: okay well i guess that's good yeah we have not had experiences with them so
0: they're kind of like vampires they have you have to invite them in
2: that's what i hear yeah that sort of thing yeah now men in black we've had some experiences with that i'm surprised
0: i'm surprised they haven't knocked on my door yet for all the things i've experienced here Oh, sorry.
2: No, sorry. be careful what you say nikki <laughs> they might come knocking now
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, but i'm intrigued but his experience he's you know, okay.
1: done a lot of uh, research on the men in black if if you want to check that out it's uh, he's, sure. he's been, done some pretty good books on them uh, but you know we it was weird because when he was there he was at our conference speaking We had some gentlemen dressed in black and nobody knew who they were and we don't know how they got in and we don't know when they left.
2: Nobody saw them come, nobody saw them go, but they were suddenly sitting in the audience. And I think it might've been while Nick was speaking. Yeah. And, you know, several people saw them and afterwards said, who were those men? But nobody knows. And we had people at the doors so that anybody that came in would be seen. Anybody right. that left would be seen. Maybe but they had those cleanets, flash and you're yeah. out for no, a second. And- nobody saw them come in. Nobody saw them leave. But they saw them sitting there in the front row. Sitting with uh, their suits, crazy. their hats, very pasty, white looking. Um, so they actually
0: have suits, dark suits or? Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A
1: lot of people commented on it too. Who were those people?
2: Right. And it was it was a weird feeling because unfortunately uh-huh. we didn't
1: have any cameras going because you can't do that when you have <laughs> you, know, you got to permission but um, right. but uh, yeah a lot of people
2: did see him. so it was uh, it was uh, for real thing yeah and Nick Redfern of course actually saw them as well yeah. oh, the- wow. afterwards said uh, did you guys see the men in black Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. we're like is that what that was. <laughs> I don't know when I had my last UFO sighting. Um, I was actually filming live on Facebook, or whatever, and uh, all of a sudden, even though it wasn't Men Black, it was a lot of black helicopters.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. And I don't know if they're associated with the Men Black or what was going on. So I have had and a follow with UFOs yeah i don't know weird. you guys have to see that video what if i find it i'll share it with you
2: yeah please do i'd love to see that it was yeah. crazy
0: i don't know what the heck they were doing i was like you know, oh i wasn't really afraid i'm, I'm, weird. I'm so weird in that way um i like to document everything like yes um so they you know what, i'm not going to start crazy you know
1: right <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. you guys yeah.
0: see what i'm seeing.
1: Nikki, we have to also understand that, you know, some of these UFOs that we see could be ours and they could be, uh, you know, escorted by military. Um, Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we have, you know, we have to, you know, and we got that technology from what they're saying now is from retrievals of crashed UFOs. Now we have the capability to fly around with the propulsion systems that they had. So you've got to take that consideration. it all came from out there. Let's put, let's put it that way.
0: Yeah. yeah. It makes you wonder, though. <laughs> yeah. When they're all doing it around the other UFOs, weird. Yeah, they were doing something. I, I don't know. They were doing something around the moon. So that's all I see. Ah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I saw a black helicopter when I was like 12. Oh, wow. Um, I had had a really weird experience. Now I understand what it was. Back then, I never connected it to um, UFOs or missing time or ETs or any of that. I just I thought I was crazy. I've had missing time off and on throughout my life, and just kind of kept most of the time kept it to myself because I thought I was nuts.
0: Right. And uh, in those days, probably um, I don't. I would be hesitant to share. <laughs> But well, now that we're more open,
2: right, you know, yeah. you
0: should be afraid to share our experiences.
2: Oh, yeah. Back when we were young, I mean, RJ had a very open family. So he was blessed that he could talk about those things. Um, oh, that's good. But, you know, my family was more religious. And
0: yeah, you know, I just you. didn't
2: talk about those things. And, you know, my father thought I was totally insane and thought I should be in a... An institution anyways because i talked to dead people and and that was evil back then you know i was born in the late 50s so you know i mean had i been talking to dead people and aliens i for sure would have been put away <laughs> i can't really <laughs> <Without> I <doubt>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know my my dad is passed time. i think he had a new idea yes so i had to opened up to him a little bit and my grandmother's the only one I'm really fighting find, <laughs> about these, you know, you know, experiences I've had.
2: <laughs> and your grandmother's cool with
0: it. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, awesome. she the want to help me with the also uh, protection and all that. <laughs> oh, <that's
2: laughs> really?
0: And, and energy work.
2: What a blessing.
0: Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. And she also taught me how to what do you call it, he, raising and I'm yeah. sure you guys. Can you share a little bit about that, if you don't mind? Yeah. We My are both,
2: we're both Reiki healers. Um, I became a, a Reiki master in 1998. And, you know, mm-hmm. people say when, when you become a Reiki master, they think that you master Reiki, and it's the other way around. When you become a master, you're agreeing to allow Reiki right. to <laughs> master you. Um, It's a whole different lifestyle, a whole different... Thinking style. Um, one of the first things I noticed after I became attuned was I didn't have the ability to get as angry as I used to. Um, I became more forgiving of people. I know I get angry now. I'm <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs>
0: um, just getting over it, so. but it's it's get <laughs> Yeah,
2: it's a beautiful healing modality. It's very ancient course um but it's working tapping into the universal life force energy and allowing it we're channelers you know what we don't actually heal it's that universal energy that we allow to come through us that that heals others and it's beautiful beautiful work
0: and this We've is awesome. Many- when you feel the energy like just sitting out oh, the energy balls oh I mean, yeah my friend says send me some more <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I love playing with it. I really do. You yeah, it's
0: know, amazing. Feeling. Rub
2: your hands, or just, you know, clap your hands. And um, what what movie was that? Um, the Karate Kid, where
0: oh, right.
2: I remember. I was when watching He, he <laughs> broke his leg, and um what's his this. name? Yeah, and put his hands on, and it healed him. Reiki. Yeah. Now, when RJ and I got together, we had. Um, some issues with archons and spiritual attacks and out of desperation to protect both of us. I attuned him without his permission to reiki just so he would be more protected. So that's how he got right. into it. But he absolutely loves it. We do a lot of healing work together. In fact, we don't like doing healing work apart anymore. Right. So.
0: I've been um, more powerful with you both.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it, it seems to work a lot better. So, yeah. I mean, it's, we still do it if you know, just ourselves, but uh, we'd rather but, do it together because it's, yeah.
2: yeah, it's a lot of energy, but it's it's um, it's wonderful. And the beauty with Reiki, Nikki, is it kind yeah. of does what it knows it needs to do. Like, you know, I was taught very traditional Reiki where we are not supposed to use our intent. Um, We leave it up to the, whatever is for the highest good of this person, that's what our intent has to be. So sometimes, you know, someone will come to me and say, oh, my shoulder really hurts. Can you work on my shoulder? Well, really that pain is coming from somewhere in their lower back. But I know that Mm -hmm. that that Reiki is gonna go where it needs to go. So I don't have to worry about where I lay my hands or about doing it wrong, because it's going to do what it needs to do.
0: I I like to practice on our dogs too and animals, and they should also benefit from that as well. I believe. Yeah,
2: and you'll find Nikki, um, animals will come to you because of it; they're drawn to it.
0: I know That I I love, and you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they can feel it and they're drawn to it. And when they need healing, they come for it. Right. Yeah. And the cool thing with animals, you know, they don't have all the blockages that humans have with beliefs and all that. So, I mean, Reiki works a lot faster.
0: They're definitely healed quicker, right?
2: Oh, yeah. A
0: lot quicker than we do.
2: Yeah. If you do Reiki for, like, five minutes on uh, an animal, it's like doing an hour on a human
0: so all right yeah it's Yeah, for really some reason one out. time our dog one of our little dogs got her for some reason and uh, i told my mom let me hold her for a while and so she got better after holding her <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: yeah yeah and it, you know it's neat because really we're all everybody is born with healing ability you just
0: see my mom like <laughs> <laughs> now, your, mom do,
2: your mom do healing or anything
0: no she's i think they're more of a accepted i think i'm the only one that's really open to yeah. any of this yeah to be honest except for my grandmother on yeah. my dad's side yeah
2: that's neat so I your think, grandmother is attuned to reiki
0: i believe so and i think my dad even had it yep but he wasn't as open
2: uh-huh
0: so as we are yeah yeah, I know. It, it, yeah,
2: it usually runs in families like that.
0: Yeah, like any psychic abilities.
2: Yeah. Yep. And, and healing abilities and um, all of that. Mm-hmm.
0: I sort of, if I find one of my questions here, that I shared with you earlier, do you think that working with certain crystals might help on uh, your open up um, with the? Uh, let's say the UFOs, if you want to see UFOs more, what crystals would you suggest that we might use?
2: Well, you know, it's funny. We were kind of talking on the show the other night about, um, that might be a recorded show for tomorrow night or this Friday night. Uh, Anyways, about crystals and the frequency and vibration, um, how that can raise the vibration and help us connect. Oh, right. For me personally my favorite is always a clear quartz because i just i feel like that that energy is so clean and clear um they vibrate so beautifully i think I like. every, everybody has their favorite
1: yeah i mean it's funny because uh we didn't yeah that's nice beautiful we did a an investigation uh other day, and one of the members came up to me and said, I, I want to pass something by you, and he says, he had sent an uh, uh, article about how crystals, their frequencies are actually faster than light, some of the crystal, you know, the frequencies inside of them, they, they, what they admit. He says, do you think they used it in their ships? And, and if they use it in their ships, are they able to, be, uh, use it to go to different dimensions and different uh frequencies. I said, Yeah, that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. to me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean if you think about it, they use it. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: These crystals and everything. I mean they watches and, and, and satellites and, and yeah. communication and uh a lot of things. Yeah.
0: We even have crystals in our body and our mind. Yeah, yeah, that's and true. That's Red true. Correctly.
2: That's true. Yeah. We yeah. do. Yeah, there's you know having a metaphysical store we have so many different cr- kinds of crystals in here and people always come in what do i use for this and that um and we always tell them go to what you're drawn to because even right. though you know people say okay a rose quartz is for your heart and for love and uh black tourmaline is for grounding and protection well, sometimes that black tourmaline is for something going on in the head. I mean, it it varies by person with your frequency, the drawn frequencies to, yeah. of that stone. Yeah. You know, it can be totally different than what you read in the books. So,
0: that's true. That's why I prefer to go in this story in mm-hmm. person rather than online. But, but I know you can feel both ways, but it's better oh, in
2: absolutely. person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Pay out
0: your yeah personal. yeah our <laughs> yeah what that means
2: nice yeah our family well my kids are you know say why don't you sell on eBay why don't you you know do an online store well it's not the same I don't want to do you know people right. can go online anywhere and buy stuff I want people to be able to come into our store feel the energy feel the stones. Go to what they're drawn to, to get the healing, all of that. You know, I'm with you, Nikki. It's it, there's it's like reading a book with a book in your hands, or reading a book on Kindle.
0: Right, it's like, doing you understand reading? Do you prefer in person, or do you prefer online? You know, like the
2: both Yeah, you can do both, but <laughs> I like to feel the energy in that book. Something about holding a book, yeah. The written words, the the energy of the author, and you're speaking <sighs>
1: silently to yourself. So you're you put your own emotion and own feelings into it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. that's true.
2: But things are changing today. That's true. And I'm sitting here holding a, a hematite.
0: <laughs> speaking of vibrations. Yeah, what amethyst. is the best way that we can raise our vibrations? Love. Yep.
2: I know people get so tired of hearing that, but, but the highest frequency oh, emotion is, yeah. is love. The lowest is fear. So, you know, right. and if if we keep our hearts full of love, it helps keep us from that fear. Um so I mean, that sounds so cliche. I know. But also things like meditation. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Yep. Meditation. (laughs) um, Your thoughts, you know, keep trying to keep negative um, thoughts away, anger, things like that. Staying up in a Um, it's even in the paranormal, Nikki, when people come to us and they say, you know, I've got all this negative stuff going on in my house and we're getting scratches and my daughter got knocked down the stairs and, um, you know, you can go in and cleanse and we usually do, but we also let them know, keep the negativity out of the house. You know will cleanse but you need to open up your blinds play some music um, if anybody's going to argue take it outside of the house because negative can't really survive or thrive in a positive environment
0: right it only makes you stronger and worse and we don't want to go in that right. direction <laughs> yeah
2: so keeping your your um mood up um i i catch myself all the time you know, I get mad at little things and I think, what am I doing? Why am I doing this?
1: And you have to work at it. It's not, it's not
2: that it's easy all the time. You have, you have to work at it. You have to want it and manifest it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But that's really the best way, you know, and then things like singing bowls. Um, I love. Oh, I love this. Yeah. And if you can play some, um, I've been doing it for a long time, but RJ, what, three years ago, got me the whole chakra set of crystal singing bowls. Oh. And, oh, my goodness. I mean, sometimes.
0: Are they big ones? Well, they,
2: they're they're all, all different sizes. The big ones for the you know mm-hmm. the the root chakra, and then it goes all the way down yeah. to the smaller go ones for the, high uh, notes. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it gets smaller. Yeah. I, I've done a few videos with, oh, wow. with my singing bowls, but that can really – Raise the frequency and heal the body. I mean, it, it's totally amazing what you can do with singing bowls.
1: No, uh, we we do chakra balancing. That it helps uh, tune the body. Um, so where your your body is actually a battery, and if that's in tune, you can your vibrations are higher, and you're able to you know perceive higher dimensions, higher uh, frequencies. Yeah.
0: There's you know, something about sound, isn't there? I mean, it's like whenever I play the piano, I get you not, I would hear yeah. it or singing. I'm like, nobody else hears it but me, but I hear it when I play. Yeah, music's
2: another way to raise your vibrations oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. music yeah. is, it's wonderful. It's one of the best ways to, uh, to bring about positive. You know, think about it if people are really depressed, they want to listen to those real slow country sad songs. But if you're wanting to be happy, and you're gonna go out and party or what, not, you know, not that we do that, but um, you want to hear those happy (laughs) songs, those higher, faster songs, and you probably do the same thing with the piano. Yeah, I
0: like my own songs oh, and everything wow. now. So nice. I wrote almost a dozen songs. Good and, you know, yeah, yeah thank it's you.
1: A very, it's, uh, it's a very uh, cool thing. I did it, I, I was a musician for about 25 years myself and wrote music. So I, I miss it, but I'm doing other things now. So, uh, yeah, it's very uh, uh, fulfilling to do that, to make a song and it's your own and your own
2: feelings. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, and creating,
0: you know. Yeah, I managed to um, record like twelve songs in one session, like in one hour, and so they're all surprises. Usually, it takes one song. Uh, <laughs> I know well. I know my music. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm gonna have to hear some. I'm gonna hear
0: it. Yeah,
2: that's great.
0: I think there's some on YouTube, and I forget where else. Okay, was. well, yeah. let's do this or Yeah, shows. well, <laughs> look
2: how much. Yeah, yeah, music can be so Thanks. healing, can it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And one
2: thing about creating, like if you're writing your own music, that's you know, that's like the ultimate meditation. Because we use the same
0: Yeah, I also wanted to Yeah, you that. use the same
2: part of your brain to meditate as you do to create. So like when you're creating, do you notice that's where you're at? You're like hyper focused, you're creating, you're nothing else matters.
0: Yeah, you don't think about it. you know about that. Right.
2: You're expressing your, yeah. your soul, yeah so that's you know the health benefits physically spiritually psychically everything are phenomenal with creating the same as meditating
0: yes you, we also take simple sour right yeah. and our water to helps you yeah. yeah.
1: yep
2: that is true that is true
1: so yeah there's a lot of tools to raise your vibrations and uh, that's why we have the story here that they would and it they're Different things oh, work yeah. for different people, and uh, like I said, well, all the way from music to crystals to um, singing bowls to mm-hmm. Reiki. And,
0: and like, we all have a preferred equipment that we like. Speaking of that, do you have a preferred equipment or definition tool that you like to use? For, yeah? Well, yeah,
2: I mean, for us, it, it for me personally, it varies. I mean, some days I really want to play my bowls, even if it's five minutes all by myself with nobody around, just to play them. And sometimes I'll walk into the store and I need, seriously need to grab a drum and just sit and do a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it depends on where I'm at, what I need. And, you know, I, right. I, I'm a big believer in follow intuition. If something's telling you, grab that drum. I
0: okay. I've learned that the hard way, but yeah. yeah.
2: Uh,
1: recently, I purchased uh, uh, Didgeridoo, and I learned I've learned how to play that, so it's kind of cool because it's such an old, ancient instrument, you know, and you, you use your mouth and your air to produce different sounds. It's pretty cool, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm not an expert at it, but I'm having fun with it, so.
2: Oh, you did that back in Australia, back in a past life when yeah. we were aborigines, yeah? Yeah,
0: and yeah. yeah, usually a friend of mine, I only met him, like, once in person, but he, he hit that certain tone. I was like, tangibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Sound really affects the body. And the yeah,
0: it does. It's something. Something about music and a paranormal kind of. Doesn't right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you know, if you think about it, spirit vibrates very fast. As well as um, a lot of other beings in other dimensions, they're vibrating really fast. And the human being, because we have this dense body, vibrates pretty slow. Third dimensional, yeah. When we play music and we do things to bring us up, that helps them to connect with us because we're a little closer.
0: That's true. We have, like, another minute or so. Is there anything you'd like to share where everybody can find you guys in wow, your work? that went so fast. Yeah.
1: Well, we, okay. We, okay. first so of all, like we to are... thank you for having us on.
0: appreciate oh, it. Yes. Uh, oh, sure. Anytime, y'all. Welcome back on our show? Anytime.
1: Uh, no, just uh, if you want to be interested in a nice UFO conference. uh you're in Michigan and if you're close or you're anywhere, we've had people from all over. Yeah, we States. get people
2: from California. Yeah, I'll California have to, and when Canada. They have so to You can find our website. Um, it's dot concom okay, yeah. So miufocon.com mm-hmm. com, Or find us on Facebook, yeah. Michigan UFO Contact. And also we have Mystical Awakenings Vodcast on youtube and all of our shows are on there our thursday night show is mystical awakenings radio on kgra yep kgra, KGRA i highly
0: really recommend
2: <laughs> and friday night at eight o'clock is the voices of contact
0: so, i like that one too both done.
2: Oh. <laughs> we, have we appreciate you listening books on amazon um you can find us you know all over the place so Feel free yeah facebook is usually the the easiest place where people find us for readings for healings for whatever investigations
0: and that's great so that's where people can usually find me on facebook mostly uh twitter mm-hmm. youtube uh, you know uh i've been up there on tiktok <laughs>
2: We don't do that one. We're old school, but oh, and worlds beyond death, alternate realms of existence. Examining alternate realms of existence is on Amazon.
0: Right, I tend to get bored. I just as a Gemini, but I tend to get bored, so I do funny videos on (laughs) TikTok.
2: A lot of people do it. I just, you know, I get frustrated because I go there and I, I don't quite understand how it works, so.
0: Um, before we go, if I may ask one more question here, what do you think is a numero- um meaning if we see like series of numbers, like one or two or three? So I tend well, to see it, that, or even four, four five. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, numbers are a universal language and they have a meaning. And I'm a numerologist, so um, <clears throat> you know, it, it just gives you more information about yourself and about life. Uh, when they pop up, they're telling you like, the 11:11 was popping up. People were seeing that back in the 80s and 90s a lot. It was telling you to stay on your path, you know, and keep keep focused because uh, things are happening. And uh, so there's, yeah, there's, you know, we can, that's a whole different All show. All numbers
2: have a meaning.
0: You yeah, know, want to welcome back, you know, learn yeah. about and,
1: uh, that. Pythagoras knew that way back when, so he knew the numbers had a meaning.
0: Yeah, I studied a little bit about the as well. In astrology, okay. but I'm more in a, on the medium side. Right. So, but so I'm you're... open to it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I, I, I consider myself an intuitive numerologist, so.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being our guest tonight. And thank um, you. Thank you. You know, like I said, you're always welcome back. And I forgot to play our intro video that Jay made for me earlier. <laughs>
1: So, so yeah, 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 when
0: you're having fun, time goes by fast. But anyway, yeah, um, he did an awesome job with a little intro. Maybe I'll play that for the end. Um, but yeah, I want to take a time out for our sponsors before we go. I have two awesome sponsors JD Hill and Studio Sith Entertainment and Brian J. Laverty for Peripost. <laughs> So I finally memorized that. (laughs) So thank you, guys, for me, our guests tonight. Have a wonderful night. Stay safe look forward to your show. What is your next show?
2: Uh, Well, our next one is Thursday night at
0: 8
2: o'clock, but that's Eastern time. Right like early in the day for you, five o'clock or something. That's and then
0: perfect.
2: <laughs> Friday night is the voice's contact at eight o'clock Eastern time. Yep. Yep. And both can be found on Mystical Awakening's podcast or Facebook. Or okay, DRA great. Digital Broadcasting.
0: Okay, awesome. I look forward to that. As always, <laughs> you have hey, a great and you. safe week. And I'll see you guys next time. I have... Um, Joe Frankie from the Morning Legacy see that we're both part of. I'm also a part of now for a year and I'm still stoked because I'm still a fan of the warnings, And um, it will be interesting to learn about the history that he's personally worked with as well.
2: Nice. So it will
0: be interesting. So nice. so I'll see you guys next week, all right?
2: Okay. All right. Thank you. Good
0: night, thank you. All right, good night, guys. Good night. Thanks, guys. Good night. Thanks, David. RJ. You're welcome. Hey, where is it? Sorry, hi guys. Uh, this way. All right, bye guys. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. All right, see you guys next week. And this is Criminal Horror with your host Nikki Rice. Bye guys.